All right, we are live. Monday, May 24th. I'm here with Big Marcel. It's Adam Martin. It is the MMA OB Daily Podcast. How's it going, guys? Uh, pretty good card on the weekend. Marcel, uh, we'll talk about it today with you. Uh, Rob Font, Cody Garbrandt going to war there in the main event. Uh, some pretty good scraps. And Bellator as well, Marcel. But how's, your, how's it going with you, man? How was your weekend overall? How's everything going there in uh, Holland? Yeah, my weekend was good, man. Watch some fights on Saturday and on Sunday. Uh, watch some racing and watch some some uh, we call it football. You guys call it soccer, but mm-hmm. I'll keep it at football. So um, yeah, it was a good sporting weekend, man. So uh, yeah, for watching, not for uh, doing myself, for watching. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it, it was it was fun, man. It was okay. Uh, just laid back and uh, gotta go back to work again tomorrow. So uh, yeah, how about you, man? Yeah, it was okay. I mean, it's it's been busy. I'm 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 always working, but it's all good. You know what I mean? But. Uh, yeah, I mean, UFC was pretty good. Dalator was pretty good. Uh, just, you know, man, just grinding away. This week's actually like an off week. So I'm actually looking forward to like catching up on some sleep because, uh, you know, it's been a, it's been in like eight straight weeks of just grinding, you know, uh, the, the, the footage, um, writing the articles and stuff. So I'm, I'm looking forward to getting a, a little bit of a break. Obviously, I still have my, my full time job at BJ Penn, which I even work today. But, uh, you know, the betting stuff takes a, a break for a week, Marcel. But we are going to recap the Carter today. So. UFC Vegas 27 and Marcel, you were kind of like the star of the show. I thought Marcel, they kept uh, putting up the big Marcel tweets on uh, <laughs> bottom left. Was that, I don't, have they shown yours before? I think they have, right? But it was yeah, like more, not, more this time. But, eh? Yeah, but not like four of what is that? So I was kind of, people were, were, were uh, messaging me like, dude, your tweet is there, your tweet is there again. It's like, wow, okay, cool. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't like, again, you know, like someone, I, I think I know who's doing it. I'll say that, but I don't know for sure, but it's cool. It, it's it's cool to be on there because I got people that like I haven't talked to in like a while that messaged me and been like, "Yo, I saw your tweet on like TSN or ESPN or whatever." Right? It's kind of cool, but you know, Marcel, honestly, like it's cool, but for me, it's like I just I'm just tweeting about the sport because I love giving my observations. I've been doing it since I started watching the fights. You know what I mean? So like it's it's like for me, it's not even I don't even care really that much about it because I'm always going to share my opinion whether or not they put it on, but. Even some of my tweets were like kind of like I was talking about yeah, and I said she got exposed. I had some people coming after me saying she didn't get exposed. Carla's just that good, and I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure she got exposed too. Like she has no takedown defense against a grinding type of wrestler like that. Anyway, first, so we'll talk about the fights here. Um, UFC Vegas 27. Marcel Rob Font defeats Cody Garbrandt five round decision. Uh, how'd you score the fight? I actually had a 49 46, which is a different scorecard than judges because I gave the first round of Cody. And the last four to five, what did you score, guys? I think uh, the only round you could give us to Cody is the first round. Yeah. I gave it to, to Rob Font because I think he did more damage. Mm-hmm. And I think Cody, he had two takedowns through, but didn't do a lot with it. So that's why I kept, yeah. kept, kept to gave it to uh, Rob Font. But the first round was the only round I would say mm-hmm. it was possible. Then Cody started very well in the, in the second round, I think. But he gave it away in the last three minutes, you know, so I gave that one to Font. Third and fourth were pretty easy for Font. Then Cody started again good in the first, in the fifth round, and then Font took over. So, for me, it was definitely for me it was 50-45. But I can see uh, somebody giving the round one to Cody with a 49-46. So, that was possible. 48-47 was bad in my opinion. Yeah, it was a it was an interesting fight. You know, Rob Font looked great. Obviously, I mean, we knew. He was, I, I think we both picked him, right? I'm pretty sure we picked yeah. him. Yeah, I mean, it was a tough card. Like I, I obviously struggled a bit um, with this. So I think Marcel struggled a little bit too. Most people did. No one aced this card. This card had a lot of upsets on it. I think there were six upsets, right? So it was a crazy card. But uh, 
Yeah, Rob Fawn was a guy I really liked on this card just because, again, the boxing and the length and the, the, the reach really came into play. He had like a six-inch reach advantage. You could see it in the fight, like, and he utilized it well, right? Like he util he actually uses his jab well, unlike a lot of other MMA fighters, right? So unlike Stefan Struve, a guy who never was able to use that reach advantage, like Rob Font uses it really well in this division. So stop, stop using my country, man. That's a bad <laughs> example all the time, man. Not just kidding. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I thought Font looked great, but I want to talk about Cody for one sec because you know people were asking me like uh, Mark, Mark Marcus Williams, who's always on the podcast here, he's always uh, messaging me and talking about the fights and. He asked me like to talk about this. Like he asked what I thought about Cody's performance, and like for me, it's like, you know, his chin held up. I'll say that his chin held up really well, better than I thought, because he took some big shots in this fight. But here's the problem with the with the, with his chin now, because he was knocked down three straight fights. It looks like guys, he he's backing up a lot. He's he doesn't want to get knocked out again. That's kind of what I I think happened in this fight. He was okay with backing up for five rounds and probably going to lose the fight rather than getting knocked out. It looked like because he did actually throw some nice punches at times when he did walk forward. He, like, he landed some good shots at Rob Font, but most of the fight was him backing up, man. So, you know, he just, he looked like an off night. Obviously, the COVID thing, I, I think, affected him. I mean, he, he looked like, I've never seen him that tired in fights before. Like, yeah, he did have a bit of a layoff, though, so that's something to keep in mind. But, yeah, I just think, man, I, I, I thought this even coming into this fight, he's just not a top contender anymore. You know, and I'm just wondering who they're going to give him next. Like, I know Cole was saying in his article on BJPen that he thought Sean O'Malley versus Cody would be a good fight. And I kind of agree with him. He also, be like, maybe that's the, the fight you do. You just you build up Sean and see if he's ready for that next step. Because at this point, it doesn't look like Cody. He's just a, he's, he's below that elite level now. Like, Rob Font is right there, I think. And Cody's just a little below that. Um, but for Rob Font, I mean, this is a huge win. So, yeah, the winner of TJ and uh, Sanhagen makes sense. Or... There's a few other guys here. Um, I mean, answer. listen, if young, if Sterling's going to be out for a while, you could do Peter Yan and Rob Font for a, an interim title. If Sterling's going to be out for a while, you could do it, Marcel. Um, I'm against that. Why? If he's going to be out for like nine months or whatever. I don't know. He says he's going to be out for what, six months? I, so I, I'm just saying, I, I, who knows how long he's going to be out for, really. I you honestly know? think, man, if you want to go for a title fight, you strip Aljamain Sterling from the title, man. You either let him no, defend the title or you no. strip him. Yeah, yeah. If he's because injured, then like, then no, nah, it's mean, not even the way he wanted, man. And yeah, then he yeah, getting injured, and then he get, getting surgery. Like he said, he had that problem already before he got mm -hmm. there. So he got the surgery after he got the championship. You know what I mean? I don't think. So they, I don't think they, they will definitely not do it. But I'm just giving my opinion here. You know? Oh, for sure. So, I just think uh, that like instead of taking the belt, they would just do an interim belt. But yeah, I think like I said, Rob Font's like right there. So I don't know. Maybe those are the fights. Um, Frankie Edgar would be a good fight too. Um, I, I go ahead. I feel like the, the problem here is that TJ fighting uh, Santagen, and I think if Santagen wins that fight, he definitely deserves a title shot. Yeah. Well, and if TJ, TJ wins that, yeah. TJ wants a title shot if he wins that fight for sure, and he's gonna he's gonna ask for that title shot. So the thing <laughs> is, I don't think either one wants to fight Rob Font next uh, after they win. You know what I mean? So mm. I think Rob Font might have to settle for the winner of Pedro Munoz, Jose Aldo. Yeah. And Pedro Munoz is a guy he lost to before, so that's a good one to get back. And Jose Aldo is still a name. He's a huge name. He's, in my opinion, the, mm. the greatest of all time at featherweight, you know? He's not the current best fighter at featherweight, but he's still the greatest, in my opinion, over there. So that's a huge name. Uh, for Cody, the thing is with Cody, like we said, man, uh, he was backing up a lot, but I think... As, as long as there is no knockout threat for Cody in a fight, he will do well. Mm -hmm. But against Rob Font, there was a knockout threat, you know? Yep. Against yep. Asusao, there wasn't a knockout mm -hmm. threat, for example. So I think that that's a thing. That's a real yep. thing. Yeah, I agree. 
Yeah, we'll see what they do. But I, I honestly feel like, yeah, Pedro Munoz and Aldo is a great fight. They just announced that fight. Um, I feel like those guys are just a little step below Rob Font right now. I think Rob Font has proven he's like an elite guy at this point. You know, he beat Marlon Rice, he beat Cody Garbrandt. Like, to me, he's what? He's going to be in the top three now, I think. So, to me, he's right there. The problem is Sterling won the belt, right? Like, that's screwing up the whole division now because okay. it, it seems like Yan's ready to fight again in the fall. Probably, like, UFC 266, um, Blahovitz and uh, Glover. I would assume they maybe they would do the Bantamweight title as the co-main event for that card or something. Just an idea. But, uh, yeah, it doesn't look like he's going to fight for a while. Anyways, let's go to the next fight here. Uh, good good call here, Marcel, with Carlos Spars. I definitely thought she had a chance. I mean, I thought this fight was really close. But I just I thought Yan's takedown defense would hold up. It obviously didn't. Not even close. I mean, she didn't defend, I don't think, a single takedown. Carla just relentless to the wrestling. And I thought, I mean, you guys saw my tweet. Like, some people disagree. But I thought Yan got really exposed in this fight. Um, she's not an elite fighter in this division like we thought she was. She doesn't have take on defense at all. Um, I, I don't even think it would just be Carla beating her. I think, you know, there's other fighters that could beat her in this division. Um, there aren't even as good as Carla. But I think Carla proved with this fight she is back. She's ready for that rematch. And she beat Rose the first time, guys. I, I, I did predict that fight correctly, I believe. Um, but this time around, I don't know if I would favor Carla. But with this wrestling, this elite wrestling, she obviously has a chance against anyone. You know, like if she can get Rose down, which I think it's going to be hard to do because Rose has like much better takedown defense, a much better footwork than Yen. But if she can get her to the ground and jujitsu too, if it's on the ground, by the way, if she gets it to the ground though, she can grind on anyone. I just think that her getting the finish here, I mean, to me, that's a title shot. That screams, give me the title shot. And I, you know, I'm Dana White saying now he's not sure if they're going to do Carla, if they're going to do the rematch with Whaley. Why would you do the rematch? I don't know why she did, she got knocked out in what, two minutes? Give Carla the fight. She's she's earned her title fight. I think with at this point with the five straight wins. Marina Rodriguez, that's a big win. Michelle Waterson's a pretty good win. Alexa Grasso, Jangarova, but this finishing Yan via crucifix position TKL strikes with the elbow. Man, that was absolutely vicious, Marcel. Um, title shot, yes or no? Then I want just a fucking cry, baby man. Let's be honest. He did, he didn't want Carla to win this fight. He expected Jan to win this fight, mm -hmm. and now Carla wins, and he's like, mm, "We're not gonna know what we're gonna do." Man, she has five straight wins against good opposition. Mm -hmm. uh, if Jan won this fight, he one hundred percent would have done Jan against uh, Rose Namajunas. You know, and he's just salty that both his Chinese fighters he wanted to match up with against each other lost, and they can't fight for the belt right now. The thing is, as far as I uh, defeated Jan, she did it uh, decisively. You know what I mean? Like I always say, man, if you come in the UFC, you gotta have one of the two. You gotta have good a good ground game, or you gotta have takedown defense. If you don't mm -hmm. have one of the two, you won't you won't be a champion. Look at Joanna; she is not great on the ground, but she had great takedown defense many mm -hmm. times. You know, yep. and yep. she became the champion. So, um, yeah, of course, Espasa against Rose, and listen, man, why not Whaley against Joanna or Whaley against Jan? I, I don't care, you know. Uh, do, do something, but I think as far as I deserve the title shot, and as a rematch, I think Rose would love to run that one back. I think Rose has developed a lot since that first fight, and Esparza, Esparza has always a certain level in her in her game, and I think she she did ve very well in this fight. You know, I think she finished. Normally, she does she never finishes the fight, but she does she did now, and she did impressively. So I think she deserves the fight, and I think I think Rose would like the fight as well. So why not do it? Yeah, it's only her first – it's her first TKO in the UFC. She does have the submission over Rose in her first fight. Mm -hmm. You know, quietly, man, like, she's put together a really good resume. Like, Rose and Eunice is a great win. And you got Yan, Rodriguez, Watterson. And also, like, Calvillo is a pretty good win in her record. And there's Moroz. 
Even, even her early career. Yeah, like, Roba. Yeah, even in, yeah, I know. But even her early career, like Invicta and Bellator, like she had some good wins. Nina mm-hmm. Ansaroff, Nina Nunez, excuse me, and uh, Felice <laughs> Herrick. So yeah, yeah, gotta get that right. It says Ansaroff on Wikipedia. They gotta fix that. Anyways, she's uh she's quietly put together a good resume. And you know what, guys? Like even the, okay, the four, she's lost four fights in the UFC, right? Joanna smashed her, and like you said, that fight. And I was watching again, like maybe last month. Um, man, you want to put on like a master class of takedown defense, like you just said. Like her sprawl was unbelievable. That fight, it was like kind of like Francis against Stevie. And then you want to obviously just piece her apart the feet. So she got decisively beaten in that fight. And then the Tatiana fight, which is like she was fighting another wrestler who's bigger and stronger than her, who's moving up to 125 now. So that was a horrible match for her. She got absolutely destroyed. But the other two losses, man, I mean, the Raina Marcos fight was a split decision. That was in, that was in uh, actually Halifax in Canada here. She could have won that fight. And it was a split that didn't go her way, but she probably should have won that fight. And the fight with Claudia Gadea, a lot of people thought she won that fight too. I thought I think you th- you you thought so I think right so no the funny the funny thing is I thought she won against Marcos and I did, did I think Claudia did enough to win against her that's kind so, of what I thought honestly I, I felt the same way but anyways like they she's just been competitive against everyone so she's looked good I don't know what they do with with if the if they do the rematch or not. like I don't know like I feel like you know I would rather do if they're gonna do a rematch I'd rather just see Yuan and Wayne go again do the do the rematch see those two like let's yeah. see that fight again. And then you do Jan. I think she needs to step down, though. Jan uh, here. I'm not sure who she's fighting. Let me take a look at the division. I mean, she has, what? She's ranked like three, right? Somehow. She has no takedown defense, apparently. Um, I thought it was okay against, that. it looked okay against Claudia. But you know, the thing is, Claudia got tired in that fight. You know, she, she got really tired. Nina? Yeah, you could do that fight. That makes sense. She's number seven. Yeah. That, and that's kind of like a safer kind of fight, I guess, um, against yeah. another kind of striker. Yeah. That fight makes sense. Um, or even like Waterson, they haven't fought yet. They could do that fight too. Huh. That's yeah. another fight potentially. So yeah, I'm with you on that. All right, let's go to the next fight here. Man, this fight was such a war. I love this fight, Marcel. I absolutely love this fight, man. These guys came to battle, man. Jared Vendera pulls off the upset here, Marcel. Defeats Justin Taffabee in decision. This fight did not go how I expected it. I thought someone was going to get knocked out in the first round or they would both gas horribly. I did not expect these guys to go 15 strong. Vendera looked... I thought he looked awesome. Like, I think his kickboxing looked really good in this fight. I know that Taffa just kind of stands there and get, he can get teed off on. Now we know that. But, you know, Taffa is a tough dude, man. He took some big shots and Vendera took some big shots. And there was this, like, huge cut in the second round. So much blood was on this guy. And I was scared, Marcelo, that they might stop the fight. But the cut man fixed his uh, cut really, really good and stopped the bleeding. And the fight went on to uh, be a three-round decision and one fight of the night. So... Awesome fight, Marcel. What do you think of this one, man? I love this fight. If you told me before this fight this was going to be fight of the night, I would probably lock you up and throw the key away, you know? <laughs> because, man, I was like, what the hell is this fight being on the main card? What you were actually going to ask you, you were like, why is this fight in the main card? And I told you, I'm like, because someone's going to get knocked out. But I didn't expect this. Go ahead. <laughs> nah. I mean, they, they did very well and deservedly got the fight of the night, you know? Mm-hmm. Found the way look good. Um, Tafa, yeah, Tafa got hit a lot, you know. Mm-hmm. I think it was, by the way, a, a, a fun scoop from Brandon Fitzgerald that he said that the junior Tafa is fighting mm-hmm. in the contender series, his brother, yep. going over from Glory. Um, yeah, I think Van der Rey did good, you know, but uh, I have no idea what you have to do right now with these two guys. I think they keep Tafa on the roster because they need the heavyweight. So I would be surprised if they don't keep him on the roster. Uh, Van der Rey, yeah, what, what, what would you do with Van der Rey? Maybe against Marcos Rogério de Lima? 
I was just thinking Ben Rothwell, man, who fought in the same card. I don't know, maybe that for Andre Arlovsky, because he was talking about those fights. He was mentioning them at the yeah, press why conference. Not? Yeah, Andre Arlovsky was a guy who said he loved the fight just because he respects him so much. So that'd be a good fight. I feel like he's going to get a decent name in this next fight because this was a really exciting fight, I think. Kind of a breakout performance by this guy. You know, maybe I was selling him short, breaking him the fight down last week. You know, guys, like I, I felt like after that fight with Speedback, I'm like, this guy's not a UFC contender. But honestly, looking back at it, it's like Speedback is a lot better than we think, I, I believe. You know, he's a. a potentially a top 10 guy. I mean, he's fighting a Lenik. That's a fight he probably should win, right, at this point in his career. So it's not a bad loss. Actually, I saw he congratulated him on Instagram, which was cool. He was like, oh, congrats on the win, man, which is, I thought, really cool, you know. They just mm -hmm. obviously had that fight a few months ago. Um, but, yeah, I, thought, I think it was a great performance by him. Here's the question for you. Um, for Taffa, he's 1-3 now, but do they cut him or do they sign him into a new contract? Um, maybe they match him up with uh, George's Dano or something, you know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but they, but they, maybe they keep him around. I mean, uh, I think they will. They, yeah. yeah, because they also uh, were uh, gonna give uh, his uh, his brother Junior Tafa a shot at contender series. So yeah. I'm pretty sure they're, they're they're laying pretty good with UFC, I guess. So I'd be surprised if they cut him. His record's four and three, but I think he's a pretty decent prospect. He's only 27, guys. I mean, he's still kind of yeah. like, he's had seven fights and four of them in the UFC. So the guy's kind of learning on the job. Um, to me, he's like, you know, he could fight someone like Greg Hardy. He could fight um, Jarjus Danho, uh, Marcus Ruggiero Dolina, someone like that lower ranked guy. Um, or even like Chris Barnett, they could do that fight too. The guy who just lost to Ben Roth on this card, someone like that. Um, I don't know if that is that Harry Hunsucker guy on the roster or they cut him? I have no idea to be honest. Yeah, he okay. has really one, was he saying he got taken out of the fan rank. I don't even look at that, so I don't know, but I, I heard that. So anyway, someone like that. Like I feel like he's still a decent prospect, right? Like, why would they want to let him go? Because then he'd just sign with like PFL or Bellator, and it's like, you know, he could get good, he could get decent, you know. But I still feel like, you know, this guy's not Mark Hunt. A lot of people were saying that earlier in his career, like this is the next Mark Hunt. He's just not the same guy. He's not Mark Hunt. He, to be honest with you, he's not even tied to Visa. I feel like he's a step below even that. But he's still, I think, potentially like bottom tier heavyweight quality. I don't think they're going to cut him just yet. All right. Yeah. Let's go to the next fight here. I mean, this fight, I knew it was going to be really close. We were talking about it last week, Marcel, Dumont and Spencer. Dumont ends up getting split decision win. Spencer just, she just couldn't let her hands, she had nothing on the feet. I, mean, I think we knew her strength is limited, but she just didn't let her hands go and Dumont out grappled her. The third round, Dumont got tired. Spencer took her down. I thought 29 28. Uh, Dumont was the right score here. The, the scorecards are really bizarre. 30 27 is weird for Dumont because the third round clearly was Spencer. Then even Spencer 29 20, I don't agree with it because, like, the first round, I, I definitely feel like, you know, Dumont won that round. So, and she definitely won the second round. So, I don't know, Marcel, what did you score? Yeah, I saw triplets of uh, somebody scoring 10 9 for uh, Spencer in the first round. And uh, I sent you that tweet, tweets like, oh, mm, yeah, 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 very weird. Um, yeah, but like I said, like you say, man, the first round I, I gave to Dumont, the second round to Dumont, and the third round was for Spencer, it was 29 28 Dumont, and a very good win for her, you know. And for I said for fun, like uh, uh, the, the fight between uh, Dumont and Nunez has to be happened next for sure. And people are you're crazy, this and that. Yeah. It's like, guys, I'm a little bit of joke, I'm a little bit joking here right now, you know. Dumont immediately said that she wanted to go back to 135. So, but if she stays at 145, I mean, <laughs> who else is going to fight Nunez for the title, right? So, um, yeah, she will probably go back, back to 135, and they can match her up. With, with The only thing is, can she make weight at 135? Because that's been the main issue for her, I think. So, yeah. 
Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. Let's move on to the next fight, though, because honestly, that fight was kind of a stinker, guys. I'll be honest with you. I was kind of, like, getting bored from that fight. It just wasn't an exciting matchup. I will say that Dumont, you know, she got the win, and by default, I think, is the number one contender. But for Spencer, just she just she it was a dud performance. Honestly, it wouldn't surprise me if they did release her, but they might just do that Daniel Wolf fight again. And then, I don't know, this division's just weird. I don't understand the point of it, really, in the UFC, because there's, like, four fighters in it. There's literally four fighters in the division, so it's... I don't get it. And Anyways, the, the champ, the champion isn't even one forty-five. It's a weird division, man. I just don't see, the, <laughs> I don't see the point of it. Like, I think they thought Spencer maybe or um, well, Dumont did win, so they do have a new contender. So it wasn't the worst mm-hmm. thing that could have happened, I guess. But I think that most people thought Spencer would win, and she just, she just doesn't. She's so one-dimensional, man. Anyways, let's go to the next fight here. Another guy one-dimensional, man. Bill Algio. Just I don't know, man. I, I completely overlooked Ricardo Ramos in this fight. Completely overlooked him, and I'm just like dumbfounded you know because like sometimes i just you know my breakdowns are like on point this fight i was completely wrong about like algio i thought i'd be able to keep the fight standing just outpoint him but ricardo ramos i think outpointed him on the feed and then was able to take him down six times marcel i was surprised how easy it was to get down um it's sorry eight times excuse me so yeah it's a lot of takedowns it was a, it was a great performance by him he's uh six and two now in the ufc quietly he's only 25 years old ricardo ramos you know, for a guy who's he's pretty young, man. So, yeah, Matt Marcel, I mean, he's a pretty good prospect, and uh, he looked good in this fight, Marcel. What do you think, man? Adam, remind me every time I'm picking against Ricardo Ramos, you have to pick for him. And when I pick for him, go against him because I'm always wrong with picking Ricardo Ramos yeah. fights. Um, yeah, he, he did look good, man. I thought man, some people saying like Aljo should have won 29 28. I don't agree with that. I think Ramos won. Uh, he deserved to win the fight. Um, wasn't my favorite fight to watch, to be really honest, man. I thought it was uh, really a lot of the same stuff the whole damn time. And uh, but yeah, good win for Ramos. Uh, didn't saw one coming. I thought Aljo would have would have be uh, would have fought smarter. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, yeah, good win for Ramos. And uh, yeah, Aljo. I don't know, man. What what what's gonna happen to him now? He's one. He's one and two. Yeah. Uh, first fight was good. Second fight was good. This one wasn't. So um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think, well, he's probably signed a four-fight deal, I'm assuming, right? So yeah. he'll probably get a one last fight. I don't know who he'll fight, but somewhere in the bottom of the division, they'll get cut, like uh, Luis Saldana or someone like that, who just fought Jordan. Something like that, you know what I mean? Um, I don't know. We'll see. But, you know, man, or even like Ignacio Bahamondes, maybe? That would be a good fight, right? Um, yeah. I don't know. This guy just disappointed me in this fight. I, I thought he would look better. Completely wrong. You know, one thing I will say, like Ramos, and I talk about it all the time, guys, more upside because he is he was six years younger right he is six years younger so 25 year old fighters get better um he's kind of like that guy tiago moises at 155 he's getting better every fight he's only 26 years old i think right so they're getting better at a young age it's always something to keep in mind and something i overlooked um this fight see that's the thing in this fight this next one i i was kind of banking on upside here with uh edmund and i knew it'd be a close fight i talked about it ourselves like going back and forth a week i ultimately ended up with edmund i was just like you know what i'll uh, i'll take a shot in the kid i, I believe in him Same. but man you know, it just, you know, the first round he looked great. I'm like, oh, yes, I'm going to nail his pick. It just fell apart, Marcel, once again. Completely fell apart. No cardio. Takedown defense was not on point. And Hermanson obviously just put it to him with the ground control, the uh, mount, uh, strikes on mount. Uh, overall, Hermanson won the fight 29-27 on the judges' scorecard, which is a good decision, I think. Um, but, yeah, Marcel, I don't, th- I don't know what to say about this one, man. I just, like, Edmund looked so good in that first round. And I'm, I'm like, man, this kid's back and just – Fell apart. Give me your thoughts on this fight, man. 
Yeah, it's hard to say, man. I mean, uh, Atman looked great in the first round. Uh, beautiful striking, you know, and uh, he, he he tagged Herman a few times and uh, uh, Hermanson, and I was <laughs> like, yeah, pretty fun. My dad's name Herman, so it's for me <laughs> pretty common to hear that name. Uh, so um, yeah, he tagged Hermanson a few times, and uh, he did very well in the first round. And uh, when the moment the second round, Hermanson got the take down, it was over. Yeah. It was over for some reason. Uh, couldn't get up, couldn't uh, get get things going, you know. Hermanson evened it in the second round, and the third round was a complete blowout for Hermanson. You know, he had the uh, won that five, that third round ten eight. It's a great, great, uh, great, well done by Hermanson, man. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna get these comments, and I agree with you guys. I was just thinking the same thing. Might be a time you camp for uh, Edmund. I agree. When I saw Edmund Tverdian in with him at the uh, the weigh-ins, I was like, oh man, he's training with Ed, Ed Edmund. I was like, ah, oh. Edmund's got no ground game. Yeah, he does. He gets he panics a little bit on his back. He just kind of got he kind of got mentally broken a bit once he got taken down. It was like happening again. He's like, oh man, this is happening again. Like. His striking is obviously next level, but the takedown defense just didn't hold up and doesn't have much off his back, doesn't threaten with submissions really. Um, yeah, Marcel, is, it was a disappointing performance, I think, overall by Edmund. But, yeah, Jack Hermanson looked pretty great, obviously. And uh, Marcel, where's Marcel? Here he is. What's up, Marcel? I have problems with my mic. I, you, it's okay now. Keep talking. Yeah, but I don't hear you. Oh, okay. Well, okay, shoot. Uh well, maybe take it out then. Just do without them. Um, yeah, guys, I'm with you. I mean, I've been, I don't know what to say. He's only 23 years old, right? So he's still super young. I think right now is a good time to take a step back with him, though. If I'm the UFC, I gave him someone like lower ranked in the division just to get his confidence back. Because, man, I feel like after these last two losses, like they weren't just losses, they were pretty one sided. Um, this fight obviously was competitive in the first round, but after that, just he just fell apart completely. It was, it was really bizarre. Um, you know, let me just take a look at the division right now. Uh, I feel like he might fight someone to rank. Like, I, I mean, you could beat someone like Kevin Holland, but I feel like Kevin probably is going to try 170. Are you there? Yes. Yeah. I'm just saying for, like, who Edmund can fight next. I was saying maybe Holland, but I don't know if Holland's going to move to 170. Maybe do, like, uh, Jotko. That'd be a fight he could win, maybe. Maybe that's even – maybe that's too hard to fight. I don't know. Like, maybe do uh, Buckley or something. I don't know. What do you think, man? Yeah, it's tough to say, man. Uh, maybe a Dechirico. Is that a, is that an option? Uh, yeah, he's fighting. Uh, he's injured right now. He's supposed yeah, to fight he's injured. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so maybe that's an option. Um, <sighs> hard, you know. I, what what do you want? Do you want to keep giving a rank a ranked opponent, or do you thinking about giving him an uh, just unranked guy? You know, um, it's 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 tough to say. I don't know. Yeah. I I would probably go with a just unranked guy, but yeah. Yeah, it's hard to say. I don't know. I, I, you know, I feel like they should build his confidence back, guys. But that, the UFC is just a meat grinder right now, man. I mean, like everyone's good in this division. There's like, there's no really like bad fighters. He could fight an older guy, you know, or someone on the decline, like uh, or one like uh, one dimensional, like like uh, Abdul Razak Al Hassan, like that guy. He could probably beat. I would say probably knocks out, knocks him out. Um, Sam Alvey, he, I think Sam's still on the roster. They could do that fight. Maybe, actually, no, Sam, I know he's hurt. Like, he was, like, really upset about the last fight because he thinks he was going to get caught, but maybe he didn't get caught because it was funny tonight. I don't know. Someone like that, though, guys. I mean, like, yeah, maybe it seems like a big step back. I just want to throw the kid's confidence back. I had Rothwell and Kuba was my two locks. Yeah, for sure. Problem now is confidence. He loses three in a row. Oof, that's a big problem. 
Yeah, no, I agree, man. It, even two is bad. Waffle is easy. Yeah, you guys were worried about that. Um, yeah, Marcel, I don't know. We'll see. Anyways, for Hermanson, he was talking about like Costa, Whitaker, winner of Brunson Till. I mean, I feel like all those fights are kind of realistic. Is there someone that you think he should fight? Yeah, man. I listen, man. The thing is, uh, Whitaker will likely fight the winner of Vettori against uh, Adesanya. So uh, you've got Costa against Cannoneer. Maybe the winner of that one, but I think uh, the winner of Brunson against Still makes a lot of sense. Yep. All right. So let's go to the prelims here. Ben Rothwell, we were just talking about in the chat here. Man, you look great. Um, beats uh, Chris Bart. I mean, like it was. This was obvious, right? I told you guys. Like he's going to destroy him. This fight was very one-sided. I think. You know, Barnett. Man, I mean, I feel like he he does have some skill and stuff, and obviously he's a kind of a funny guy and everything. But like to me, it's like he's like Roy Nelson a little bit, like a guy who's fighting out of his weight class because he doesn't want to get in shape. Um, this guy should uh, try to drop to 205, but I don't think he will. He's going to stay at heavyweight. So I don't know. Like, he'll get another fight, I guess, because he did help him out. But for Rothwell, I feel like, yeah, I don't know, Marcel. He looked pretty slow in there, though, man. Like, I know he won the fight and everything, but he got the submission, and that was awesome. But he looked kind of slow to me, guys. He looked really hittable, too. So I feel like, you know, maybe uh, Vendera versus him would be a fun fight based on how Vendera looked in this fight. I feel like Vendera win that fight you know at this point of Rothwell's career to me he does look like he's on the decline unfortunately it's 39 but you know he's still a smart fighter he's got a high fight IQ and you know I'll give him credit man like he's been in the UFC for a long time guys 12 years still winning fights in the UFC so uh kind of like a legend of the heavyweight division a little bit uh underrated fighter but uh this was an easy fight let's just go through the other ones quickly here Marcel Corey McGee defeats Claudio Silva I, I feel like Claudio's probably going to be released after this fight he, the guy has no cardio Marcel I mean I feel like this was another pick that uh a guy I overlooked there a little bit, McGee. I just thought he'd be able to, so would be able to kind of beat him on the ground, but it was the other way around. McGee dominated the fight on the ground, looked great. Um, and then Bruno Silva, the other Silva, looked amazing in his fight uh, against Victor Rodriguez. Knockout one minute, Marcel. Josh Kulabal defeats Shailen uh, Nuruddin Biecki via decision. That fight was, I didn't like that fight. That fight was kind of a stinker. Um, David Dvorak obviously beats uh, Juan Camillo on Daryl's fight. Guy took the fight one day, you know, this easy fight. And then Demir Ismagul defeats Rafael Alves. I told you, Marcel, we both talked about Rafael Alves. Man, he rocked, he dropped uh, Ismagulov in the first 10 seconds, but he went for a guillotine and went on his back. He should have tried to finish him with strikes. He could have won the fight right there. He could have won the fight, but he went for that guillotine, didn't work out. But he did win the last round. To be honest with you, like that line was minus 500 for Ismagulov. I know he won the first two rounds, but man, Alves. For a big underdog, put on a pretty good fight. Um, give me your thoughts on these other uh, prelims here, Marcel, any of the ones I talked about. Um, yeah, man, I think I got to give a huge credit to Court McGee. I uh, totally yeah. didn't thought he would, would win, and uh, yeah. and he pretty much dominated the fight. He looked really good. I think he looked. People were like, "Is Silva looking that bad?" Of his Court McGee looking really good. I think it was a combination of a little bit. Uh, you know, Silva didn't look good, but Court McGee looked really sharp, man. And uh, uh, congrats to him, and it was a great win for him. Um, the, the Bruno Silva did what he had to do, what we expected pretty much against Victor Rodriguez. Kulibao takes Shailan wasn't a great fight. I think Kulibao won that fight. Dvorak looked good. Listen, man, if you got a short notice replacement, you got to do it like this, man. And Dvorak did it. So good mm -hmm. for him. Uh, Rothwell against Barnett, like you said. Like we said, pretty much, Barnett is a fun fighter, but I think he kind of lacks quality to be in the UFC heavyweight division. You know, so um, I'm happy for Rothwell. He won. I, really, I look forward to see who's next for Barnett. And um, 
Yeah, Alves Esmagulov. We we both called it unanimous decision for Esmagulov, but we both said Alves can can do damage, man. He's not that Alves bad. I think he's a decent yeah. fighter, man. He's not that bad, you know, guys. Like he he's put up Absolutely a decent not. fight as a big underdog there. It's going to be his comments. Rothwell, yeah, he should have been like minus a thousand in this fight. You're right. Um, you should die and go to middleweight, maybe. Roy Nelson is a guy who should have been. He's kind of like him a little bit. What are you gonna say, man? Man, he already dropped like how many pounds? He's only at three, three ten or three twenty. You know, he's, so, he's a big dude, but he's so yeah. short, five nine. He's an interesting guy. Like I didn't know he was from Spain either, which is kind of funny. Yeah, I feel bad. Denny's Bonder got injured. Yeah, he would have knocked Victor Rodriguez out too. Probably that guy is really bad. I don't. Maybe they do keep him around just to get knocked out by someone, but uh, he's obviously a not UFC caliber fighter. Two straight knockout losses quickly. A Ukrainian like Bonder, that's why I'm mad. <laughs> that's awesome. You're from Ukraine, man. That's that's sweet. Too early to cut Claudio, beat Edwards, Taleb, and Roberts. I agree, but it's 38, bro, and they they cut old guys like like all the time now. What do you think, Marcel? They, I think they're gonna cut them. What do you think? Me, me too, to be honest, man. Those yep. those wins are a long time ago, yep. man. You know, and yep. uh, he didn't look good in his last two fights. He didn't look good against James Cross. He completely gassed in that one. And this yep. one was even worse. He, he got he got pretty much beat for three rounds. So yeah, he's, a, like, he's got a lot of heart. You know what I mean? Like I still yeah, feel like there, there probably are guys who could be in the roster. You know what I mean? There's probably some guys at the bottom of the division, but overall, you know, I feel like they're gonna release it. All right, let's talk about Bellator a little bit. Um, Let's talk about the main event quick. Let's go through it quickly, Marcel. But there was a, there were some upsets on this card. And I know there's someone in particular who Marcel wants to talk about. Oh, let me get this comment here quickly before we go to Bellator. Yeah. He said, uh, sad to get another. Yeah, this was terrible, man. I had to, it was, this happened two hours before the fight started. I had a bunch of lineups in my fantasy. Uh, I had to like scramble to put it in other guys and it just didn't really work out. I, I really thought Hadzovic was going to knock out uh, Madero. So I was begging on him uh, to have him pick up a good score for him, but he didn't end up fighting. So that sucked. Um, I, I don't know if it was COVID or protocols or no. something else. Was it, you know? He said he felt ill and he, felt, he didn't felt well and he was sweating and everything. And they tested him and he was negative for COVID. So it was something else, but he didn't know what. And he, uh, they, they're going to probably rebook that fight soon. So Yeah, I was going to say, maybe they'll do it in the next card in two weeks. Maybe, I, I would hope so. Because there's a few fights that there's opponent switches and stuff. Maybe they'll bump one of those fights to the next card. I don't know. They're going to yeah, figure it out. Yeah. Ismagulov versus Ferreira next. Ismagulov, dude, he should be ranked at number 15 or in the top 15. I mean, he did beat Moises, who's number 15, I think. Um, Paul Feller's going to drop out of the rankings. I think this guy should take his, his spot in the top 15. I do think he's a top 15 guy right now. Um, it's time for him to fight someone ranked. He's a good fighter. Oh, yeah, we didn't talk about that, though. Paul Felder retired. Um, yeah. I'm not surprised, necessarily, because he's talked about it, guys, a little bit, but... The, the timing of it during the broadcast surprised me. I thought he, you know, but then again, like maybe that's a good way to do it. Like Alan Juban went on Twitter and did it in the middle of the night. You know what I mean? Um, and then they did a video package, which I thought was really well done. And same with for uh, Felder. I saw a lot of people complaining, saying, why are they doing video package to these guys? They didn't do one for Diego Sanchez and all these guys. It's different. I think when Diego retires and they induct him in the Hall of Fame or whatever one day, like, which he will be, they'll do a video package for him. These guys work for the UFC now. Obviously, it does help, but they're two of the most respected guys in the business too. They deserve that send-off. Go ahead, Marcel. I agree with you there. But listen, man, I, I, I tweet it like this is a beautiful uh, uh, for, for Juban. For, first was Juban yeah. and then with Felder. I said it was beautiful. And at the same time, a bug on my mind was like, they could have done this for Junior Dos Santos and yeah. Alistair Overeem as well, you know? But I didn't yeah. put it there out of respect of Ju for Juban and Felder. It's like, it's their moment right now, you know? And uh, man, I think 
the Felder announcement was perfect, to be honest. You know, he's he's in the boot uh, all the time. You know, uh, he's retiring from fighting. Yeah, it was a respectful way. It was, I think, it was great uh, for for him personally as well. And man, who doesn't love Alan Juban and Paul Felder? Man, both great guys. Uh, uh, actually, great guys for the sport as well. You know, and uh, yeah, I, um, yeah, I, I'm I'm happy for them. They're in a good spot, and they can say we quit the career, we quit our fighting career. Are we gonna continue with the, with the desk job? You know, uh, I talked with someone somebody else earlier uh, yesterday about it in the podcast. It's like some for some fighters, they they will keep fighting until they are 45. You know, they just keep fighting. Uh, for Felder and Juban, Juban is already also a little bit older right now. He actually looks like in his 20s. The guy's in his late 30s, crazy, but. Um, yeah, these guys, they have a desk job, so it's beautiful, man. They can still be involved in the sport, but don't have to take them that much damage at their age, you know. And uh, I'm happy for them, you know. Great, great fighters. Yeah, and here's the, here's the other thing, though. Like, those guys were released. Like, they weren't, they didn't retire, like, over and JS. They were just cut. Same with Sanchez. Like, but they should yeah. do, like, something like a statement or something classier than just, like, cutting yeah. in the middle of the night. You know what I mean? Like, that's... Remember when uh, Rory McDonald left Bellator to PFL? I remember Scott Coker posting on Twitter, "Hey Rory, thank you for everything you did for the company. Wish you the best of luck." At PFL. I know Dana could be That's classy, but he's just a brutal businessman. That's just how he. Yeah, is. I know. I know. All right, let me get these comments. What do you like more, Rothwell, Roman, or Rothwell, the TV Bozer? I mean, either of them makes sense, I guess. Uh, uh, Adam and AJ, nice takes on Dalter. Yeah, AJ, AJ nailed a couple dogs. Um, and I did too. Uh, yeah, it was a pretty good card. Let's talk about it quickly, Marcel Bellator. Yeah. Chris Cyborg, did you watch the fight with Smith? I mean, geez, like, it was, a beat. That, yeah. it was a, you know, Smith's tough as nails, but it was a beating. And the, the finish was so explosive at the end of the fifth round. It was awesome seeing her get the knockout. But I mean, let's be honest with you. Uh, this fight was going to be like, the, we, we all knew it was going to be a blowout. Um, she called out Katz and Gano. Now Scott Cooper says he's not sure if that's going to be the fight. But I mean, what other fight is there? Well, I feel like that's the fight to make. Where you, which yeah, fight well, do you like? Yeah, there's no that one, right? Been, that's, that should have been the fight in the first place here. Yeah. You know I mean? yeah. What else? <laughs> I, you know else? what? It was, like, it was pretty entertaining. Smith is tough as nails, like, which we need. Yeah, okay. Like, I know, we but... all knew she was going to lose, too. It wasn't competitive. Yeah. That's the problem with Bellator. Like, these fights, man, like, they're not that competitive sometimes. You know what I mean, Marcel? Like, someone's going to get hurt in some of these fights. I'll talk about a few of them coming up. But this fight was super close in the co-main event. And AJ actually said he thought he was going to win this fight against Caldwell. So... He looked good in this fight, man. Uh, Higo picks up the win. I don't even know how Caldwell got a scorecard in his favor, but he looked okay in this one. Um, let's go through him quickly. Vanderford looked really good with the wrestling, but kind of a boring fight, honestly. He, he should have got a finish, but Fabian's tough. Jaleel Willis wins his fight. Um, Hannah, okay, here we got to take a, This is the one I want to talk about, Marcel. Hannah Guy defeats Valerie. So it was a big upset, obviously, according to the odds, but I mean, Valerie's very inexperienced fighter. And Hannah Guy, you know, a lot of people think this fight was was terrible and it wasn't high level MMA by any means. But I thought this girl looked pretty good, man, on her on the ground. Like she had good concepts on the ground. She was going for submissions, constantly attacking, moving to try inverted triangle, triangle for mount. Like I liked her ground game, and you know they said that um, she just like recently like uh, left college to focus on MMA. Maybe this girl's got some potential, man. I, I think she's decent, guys. Honestly, the Rita. Uh, I don't know what to say about her, man. You know, I feel like, you know, the book's out on her now. I mean, she doesn't have much of a ground game. Um, that's for sure. But, you know, she's super young, 22. I just, I was never sold on her anyways. So I'm not, like, surprised really that she lost. I thought maybe she would beat this girl. But, uh, yeah, Marcella, she's got striking but no ground game. So I don't know. What, what do you think? Like, even her, 
her coach was telling her, like, your ground game is atrocious. He was, like, yelling at her in the corner, like, keep the fight standing. That's, like, really embarrassing. What are you going to say? Yeah, man. I mean, I think it's an embarrassment for Bellator to put that fight on the main card, to be really honest. I mean, this was a low-level regional shit to me. You know, this, was, this just wasn't a good fight. And I think Hannah Kai did what she had to do. And she took her down on several occasions, and she tried to keep her down. And the, the most fun part of the fight was late in the third round when Hannah Guy rushed in. And Valerie was like some spinning thing she did. And then she 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 caught her and she dragged her to the ground. That was one of the, that was a funny, funny moment in the fight. It was the third round, I think. Yeah. Um, there are still people who thought Lorena won that fight. It's like, how? You know? Um, yeah, I, I saw I some think, people saying that too. That's crazy. Yeah, but also journalists, which annoys me. Oh, but, wow. Um, yeah, uh, still Hannah Guy, uh, she, she she did well, you know, uh, what she had to do. She was, she was a, where do you say that, a, a big underdog in the fight, you know. And Loretta is, all, is probably oversold by Bellator, in my opinion. She's also number eight on the ranking, which doesn't make sense at all to me. But, you know, and listen, Loretta still has a, has a big learning curve. She still can develop. She can still get better. Don't get me wrong. She's only 22 years of age. But... Um, stop pushing somebody because she looks good or because how she sells herself you know that that's something i don't like in this and uh people get get really upset when you say that that's why i don't say it on twitter that, There's exactly, that, there that, she is there she is that, that's it you know people get really upset when i say that but hey man i don't mind those kind of pictures you know you got to do what you got to do right but uh it might be in the, in the different in, in, in the wrong branch i think but uh, hey that's just uh, my opinion I mean, obviously, she's a good-looking girl. I mean, she did look like, even in this. Like, she landed. She did drop the girl in the first round, but yeah. she fell apart in the ground. I don't know. She's talking about you can't teach harm. Twenty-two. You're watching my career develop in front of your eyes. Uh, to my fans, I love you. And she's telling me how all the fans were saying like good things about her and stuff. Like that's cool, but you know, you got your ass beat kind of by someone who's a nobody. So I don't know, man. She's gonna have to take a step back, guys. But obviously, she's obviously very attractive. We all know that. That's why they're pushing her. But if she can't. Here's the thing, like you said to Marcel, you can't fight in the ground in MMA. You're not going to go very far. You know, they can, they can give her another mismatch against someone who can who has no ground game. But what's the I point? Will. Huh? They will. And they will. They yeah, will. yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. All right, let me get to some other ones here. Uh, some comments. Galtor's trying to get me banned with their mismatches. The prelim heavyweight fight. Yeah, I agree. That was terrible. Um, she's just using her platform. Yeah, for sure. She makes more modeling than MMA. Maybe. I mean, well, I mean, I don't know if she's just using her platform. She said like she's committed to being a champion in the sport. Like she's training at ATT. It's not like she's. She, you know, half in on this. Like, I feel like she is all in her career. I just don't know if she is the best fighter, honestly. She compared herself to the female Edson Barbosa. Yeah, that's nuts. They had 20. Nice, nice bet. I mean, good bet. It's an easy, like, what, 80 bucks or whatever? It's a good bet. Um, Yeah, I mean, I feel like, you know, again, she's got some good striking. She's showing this fight again, but that's all she's got. All right, let's go to some other fights quickly. Uh, Saddlewad, this is a guy I did call as an upside here. Marcel against Nate Andrews. He's like a plus 300 underdog. The line didn't make sense here. Knocks on Nate Andrews. Uh, yeah, Sada Wad's been around for a long time. He's still got KO power. Grant Neal not, uh, submits Tyree Fortune look good. Sumiko and Nava defeats Christina Katsikis. Uh, that fight, man, not a great fight. Uh, Aviv Gonzali defeats Sean Shelton. Sean Felton, excuse me. Again, the mismatch. Uh, didn't see the point of that. Then the Franklin King fight. This King guy's been knocked out in six straight fights. Like He shouldn't be fighting anymore. Uh, he's being knocked out every single fight for like six straight fights. That's crazy. Liam McCourt defeats Janae Harding. You know what, man? It looked like the fight was not going away, and she she turned it around. She had an up kick followed by a triangle choke. So awesome. Great finish. Surprised me. I mean, I, I think 
Me and AJ, me and AJ both picked her, but it was surprising how nice the finish was. Go ahead. I really like Leah McGraw, man. She's uh, she she's she missed weight for this fight, so we shouldn't. Yeah, that's what I want to say. That 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 was surprising to me. You know, mm -hmm. she's she's a re she's a really how do we say that a, a really classy and, and always on point athlete. You know, so I was kind of surprised with that. What I don't know what happened there, but uh, man, Leah is good. You know, and if, if Leah can continue this. She might be soon for Cyborg, man. This is 145, right? And maybe yeah. it's maybe too early, but I wouldn't be surprised because, listen, man, Leah, she got the quality. Uh, she, she's a good fighter. And let's be honest, she's looking good as well. So she she can have that whole package. And she has also, she also did desk just before for Bellator. She's just a very good person for Bellator in Europe as well. So she can she can sell the fight to, to go to a title shot at a certain point. So I wouldn't be surprised if she's fighting for a title later this year or even early 2022. Yeah, no, she looked good. And then um, Danny Sabatello is a guy that AJ really liked. And I thought he had a good chance to win too against Brett Jones because he's got that really grindy, heavy wrestling-based style. Like he's... AJ was saying he's kind of like Gregor Gillespie. Yeah, I kind of agree with him a little bit. Like, he's got that great style. He's not much of a finisher, though. He's kind of a boring fighter. So I, I can see why Dana White didn't sign him. But at the same time, I think the UFC should have signed him. And I think they should have signed Vanderford, too. But, you know, both guys are grinding wrestling types. Maybe that's not what Dana wants, I guess, guys, you know? Um, even though they're good, obviously, at wrestling, um, dominating fights, maybe that's not what the UFC wants. And Dana White's made that clear. He likes guys that finish fights. And Tell is a decision guy. But he's a good bet. He's a great bet. Um, and Alexander Sabli defeats Alvy Davis. Uh, so overall, I mean, it was a it was a decent card. Um, Valerie went from respectful Taekwondo master to being another girl on the street career of your internet bookmarker. Sensei should pull down her pictures of the dojo. I mean, you're being a little bit harsh. I think the girl, you know, is a little bit uh, overconfident. I'll say that. But you know what, man? I don't. She's doing really well. She's obviously making a lot of money, and people were talking about her, so it's working, right? But. It's not like we're saying the nicest things at the same time, right? Uh, that, but that's that's a real big problem in the world right now. Oh, we're making money, so everything is good, you know? No, man, you got to have some self-respect as well. Yeah, you know I know what you're mean? saying. Like, so, everyone's, like, doing – I'm not saying she is, but the only thing, I mean, the only, the only, the only fans thing I know that, uh, a lot, like, a lot of people are doing that. I don't know, man. I don't know if I want my those pictures on the internet. I mean, not like anyone would be paying for mine anyways, but – you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, Valerie can do can say whatever she wants. Doesn't mean she's the truth. Can you admit that MMA, she's MMA for fun? I don't know if she's in it for fun. Um, I think she is using it for a platform. I agree with you on that. But I feel like she's a little bit uh, – I feel like she's buying into her own hype a little bit too much. That's what I'll say. You know, She's a little bit too overconfident for someone who just lost that fight. Um yeah, that it was a good finish, but yeah, you know what? Her wrestling is definitely an issue. She's got to work on that. Um, McCord is never child for before. I think the jet lag. Yeah, maybe for sure. Because um, <laughs> Shiro's not happy you posted Valerie. I wouldn't. I mean, I think she's obviously good looking girl, man. I don't. And I think your comments are a little bit out of line there. You know what I mean? But as a as a fighter, I don't think she's great. But why? What did he say? I don't know. He's just he's just making some comments about Valerie, I and mean, we don't need to put her down, guys. Like, uh, on, sure. yeah. Um, we're talking about her fighting anyways, like as far, from a looks point of view, I mean, there's no issue there. You know what I mean? But her ground game is, is not good. Her, her coach was telling her it's atrocious. Like that's like oh, the oh, ultimate burn. The, the only thing I really can't stand, that's why I don't say anything about Valerie on Twitter, is that when you say something about her, which is not even insulting, it's just like what, what, what you think. People going to defend her honor. Like she's not going to shag you guys. I mean, really, <laughs> for real. I mean, come on. Wow, yeah. Listen to Marcel, it's true. 
a lot of people that are probably hitting her up saying like, you know, oh, good job, like great fight, you're my favorite fighter. But it's like, yeah, I remember, I'm not, I don't know why, I, don't, I never understood people like that. It's just weird. Anyways, um, yeah, so that's it for that card. There was some other card, wasn't there? LFA, did you watch LFA? it? Yeah, did you watch yeah, it? Yeah. So there was a big upset in the main event. Greg Rodriguez knocked out Josh Brown. He got Brand. signed, right? And now, and now he's uh, he's fighting in UFC now. He got signed. Yeah. He's fight, who's he fighting? Dusko Todorovic. He's fighting, oh, Dusko. In the next card, or is it the next one? Yes, yeah, June yeah. 5th, yes. So there's the replacement for Mackie Batola, guys. Yeah, Rodriguez was on Contender Series. Um, he fought, let me pull it up here. He fought uh, Jordan Williams, who's like, Kind of like not really UFC caliber, and he lost the decision. I think it was pretty close. By camp. I think it was really close. Right? KO. Oh, it was a KO. Man. Sorry, my bad, guys. I'm confusing with something else. My my apologies. Williams had another fight that was super close, which was I think the Ramazan fight. My bad. Yeah, that's the one that was close that he lost. Um, but this guy does have two back track wins over Matt uh, Matt He's, he's not a Sanford, bro. He's a Sanford. Yeah. Oh, so he's from – he was at X-Gym from – Jockeray was there. All yeah, those yeah. guys went to Florida. They all live in Florida now. Um, Jockeray trains at Fusion XL, though. That's a little different, mm-hmm. I think. But, yeah, this guy's pretty good. It's a good signing. And, yeah, against Dusko, it should be a good fight. That'd be an interesting one. Um, sorry. just have, have you watched the Invicta card? We'll talk about that in a second. I just want to get through the LFA a little bit. Was there anything yeah. else on the card to talk about? Framed, obviously, was supposed to be this big prospect that got knocked out. Anything else that you said out to you? I I only saw the main event, man. It was too much no together. There was Bellator, LFA, and no, of course, uh, yeah, Victor, yeah. So it, I I didn't. I only saw the main event too. So yeah, it was a really nice knockout. Um, I'd love to pay attention to all of it. I do try to pay attention to some of the LFA. Obviously, do the opening odds, but it's it's hard to do everything. Um, and then the other card was went Victor, which I didn't get a chance to watch. Uh, I'll be honest. I, I can't say what the fights were like from an ed- too educated point of view because I didn't watch it, but. We'll go through the results together. Karina Rodriguez defeats uh, Diana Torqueto. Tell yeah, me about these fights. You watched it? I saw, yeah, good decision, man. Karina also tagged her in the third or fourth round, I think. She knocked her down and she almost finished her. Uh, so some some weird scorecards, but um, good good uh, win for Karina Rodriguez. I think she she decides she won, you know. But the co-main event was a bad scorecard, man. That was bad. Okay, so Alicia Zapatella defeats Jessica Correa Dalboni. Okay, so who should have won this fight then? Uh, Dalboni won that fight for me, 49-46. Oh, really? Oh, okay, I didn't yeah. see the fight, so I don't know. Um, so it was a bad, it was a kind of a controversial decision, or? Yeah, def- I, I would say 100%, man. I think um, uh, I, I think Dalboni did enough to win that fight. So I think she was better overall. And um, yeah, definitely should watch it back and let me know what you think, man. I think Dalboni won that fight. Yeah, it's not a fight pass anymore. That's the problem. I don't have the channel. I, I could I could watch it on YouTube for us. Uh, I don't oh, know. Really? Because, okay. Yeah, okay. maybe not. Uh, no, maybe not in Canada. I don't think so because there's a channel here that it's like a it's called Fight Network. I just don't have it right now. It's like it's okay, an extra like I don't know, is it five or ten bucks? I just don't have it because I don't have a need for it. But anyways, mm-hmm. I have Fight Pass. I love Fight Pass. But yeah, I'm sure I'll see the fight at some point. Um, then the other fights. Yeah, anything else on this card? Like, was there anything else that so to you? Let me see. Was there any upsets here? Um, this card. Uh, not as far as I know. I. I only saw the two title fights, so I can't say anything else. Yeah, okay. We'll move on to something else. <laughs> saw the one destroyed his winning part. That's too bad. Um, I'm thinking tomorrow. Marcel, you're going to join me tomorrow, right, for the podcast? Yeah, 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 for sure. But I'm thinking for tomorrow, maybe we'll just do, like, questions and answers and stuff, guys. You know, we'll have, cool. like, an, we'll stay for as long as we can. If we don't have to do the full hour, that's fine, too. Um, but maybe we'll look at some fights and stuff. Uh, we'll quickly look at some fights, Marcel. I'm done. 
Let's look at a couple. Um, actually, you know what? Let's just do it tomorrow. We'll go through the fights together, the upcoming fights. Yeah, more time for it. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. So if you guys have any last-second questions or anything, throw them in the chat now. we got five minutes left. So throw them in the chat, guys. We'll answer them. Let me just see what kind of news there was out there today. Pull up EJ Penn. All right, let's see. Okay, so we've got to talk about this. We'll talk about this quickly. Josh Fabia, um, he's out there accusing Dio Sanchez of being like a drug addict and stuff now and saying he's like using him. This guy is a scumbag, man. He's such a bad guy for the sport. I feel like now that Diego's left him, I feel like Dana White might give him another fight in the UFC. I, I honestly feel like it. They might bring him back to fight Cowboy, you know? But it's just a sad story, whatever happened here, guys. What do you think? I hope so, man. I, I hope so. I also feel like that uh, people should stop talking about Josh Fabian, man. Now he's, yeah, yeah. he's gone with Sanchez. I agree. You know Let's not even mean? talk about him. You know what? Screw him. Um, you know, yeah. Yair Rodriguez, though, he was caught by the UFC, and then they re-signed him after. Remember, he was supposed to yeah. fight in Kabachi, and they brought him back. So it's possible that they could, you know, change their mind. But the thing is, Diego's really old, and I feel like all this stuff out there with the brain injury, they might not even want to, like, touch him anymore. But this whole thing about him throwing the fight against Kiesa, that's just ridiculous. That's a weirdo, man. Um, I'm just trying to see what else was out there. Oh, yeah, what about this guy? Uh, Foul Vake uh, died of injury, suffered an assault. Uh, you got Sucker Punch. He's a teammate of Adesanya. He's like a 2-0 and amateur, I believe he was. Man, rest in peace. I mean, this is so awful. What a terrible thing to wake up to when I saw this today. I was like, Dan, yeah, that's just terrible, Marcel. You know, it's really sad that's happened. And the people that did this should be held responsible. I know that they said that there's some issues with the uh, – uh, they call it coward punching laws or something from punching someone from behind. It's a cheap shot, man. Cheap shot guy, and it killed him. So – any thoughts on this guy passing away? Yeah, I have to be honest. I didn't know. I didn't know this guy, but that doesn't make it much. Uh, doesn't make it uh, any less worse. And uh, I wish him or his, his family and his friends uh, all the best. And 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 their loss. You know, it's uh, it's awful. These things happen. And uh, yeah, rest in peace to to him, man. Yeah, yeah. We are gonna do a Pavlo. I just checked. It's June 11th, so it's actually a couple of weeks from now. So we have a little bit of time for that. There's no. Uh, uh, card this weekend, but me and Marcel will talk about it. We'll talk about the fights, upcoming fights tomorrow. Josh Faye was a crazy dude. He's nuts. I think once that video came out of him getting punched and kicked while he was hanging upside down, that was really weird. I was like, what the... F I was like, what is this? With so the knife against Emil Mack. Yeah, that was weird too when he's in the, oh, uh, the cage he's running around. He's like, come on, now you gotta run. That was so weird. This is a great question from Glenn. Who's Tatiana face now? She's moving to 125. Love the question. Yeah, I'm excited about this, man. Um, you know, she's a huge girl. Uh, for, she was huge at 115. I thought that she was going to be a future champion, but injuries, you know, necessitated her missing two years. She's going to come back now. She wants to fight in the summer. I'm looking at the top 10. Shook. Chukagan? Yeah, give her Number two? Right, off the, right off the bus. You could. You could do that. I was thinking, like, uh, Jessica I or, um, you know, Calderwood or even, like, Monteferi, someone uh, like that, just to get her. She because she's going to be a bit just... rusty. Dana White said that he said specifically – He's like, yeah. she's going to be rusty. So they're not going to, I don't think, shove her into a huge fight right away. But maybe Chukagin, yeah. Maybe they do the fight. I, lo I love that fight, man. Because then Chukagin has to be really on her. Uh, has to really watch uh, out for those I, takedowns, I, you know? So you got to yeah. keep going. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they'll do the fight. But I think like, even Jessica I would be a fine introduction to the division. You know, something like that. Diego deserves to retire in front of fans. I agree. They should just do that fight. Diego Cerrone. But these guys... We like to say that, man, but how often do these guys actually stick to their retirements? They never do, bro. They never do. Even Chuck Liddell came back and fought. Chris Lieben came back and fought. Chris Lyle even fought. Man, 
I saw a poster the other day with Chuck Liddell, and it's like, oh my God, no. And then I saw the world, he was like announcing a fight for two other guys, like, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> Katia could try to wrestle Valentina, but she's not before she eats a few combos with the head. She might win that fight. I mean, we have to see how she looks in her next fight. I have no idea. Like, I, I feel mm. like she's going to come back strong, but we'll see. But I think Valentina is a tough fight for anyone. David Joss smashed out like, hell yeah, man. Smashed out like, okay, we got a couple minutes, guys. You know, any last questions, throw them in there. But yeah, I think that would be interesting, Marcel. I'm just looking where else. Um, <laughs> this guy, Logan Paul, I don't know if you saw this, but he's, he says he's going to fight in, uh, he wants to fight in MMA once. I think he'll get a fight, and they, they did it during the Bellator card. So I feel like, you know, with Jake Paul signing with Showtime, I think they're going to do some cross-motion with Bellator. What do you think? think it's going to happen? Who? The Paul brothers. Who? And Bellator. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. I mean, listen. Even if you don't like yeah. them, this, yeah, this I, I, don't, I don't know. What, what do you think? Uh, what What do I have to say about it? I don't know, man. I mean, yeah, probably somebody will give him a fight. I, I wouldn't even be surprised, you know. And I honestly have no idea what to think about. It. I think I think in MMA these guys get smashed, you know. But uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. But you know what? If you if he wants to do it, I think Bellator and Scott Coker have no problem doing it. Dana White doesn't want to promote him, but I don't think Scott Coker is beneath promoting the Paul brother. I don't think it's a big deal either. I, I feel like people don't like these guys, but they obviously know how to promote themselves. They make a lot of money. J Jake Paul or Logan Paul's fighting um, Floyd Mayweather like in a couple weeks. That's a big fight, you know? It's a stupid fight, but it's a big fight. After 47 Zuma fights, Tony is only getting around. I know. When I saw that, man, when he got two, said he got 200000 for the Conor fight, that's so sad. And no pay-per-view points or something. Like, and just bad management, but no wonder he just like went down after the first head kick. He was just like, screw it, get my two hundred thousand and not take any more punishment. Boxing young man, sport hope Logan Paul knocks off. He won't. He won't. He's a lot bigger and stuff, but he's gonna get destroyed, guys. Come on. He, the interview spoke to Fabe was great. Yeah, yeah. It's possible they were. Uh, and her name's Summer Helen, I think. That's her name. Um, it's possible they would give him a stand guy the negative record for. Yeah, possible. probably. You think so? Yeah. 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 yeah for sure. I mean. I don't know. Maybe they do that Dylan Danis fight. Not in MMA. They'll do that in boxing because Dylan would just take him down in MMA. They need to, someone they can stand up with, right, in MMA. Um, and then just the last thing, they announced this fight the other day uh, really quickly, Marcel. Sean Brady and Kevin Lee. Quick thoughts on this fight and then plug your stuff. Great fight, man. I really love it. I think Sean Brady is the future of that division. One of the future guys in the division. But Kevin Lee is a tough fight, man. People saying he's ducking Rafael Fiziev. I was like, yeah, you can't really say that when he's fighting Sean Brady and when he fought Charles Rivera before that, you know, I don't think that's true. But, um, I mean, uh, he's, he's going to welterweight right now. He's going back to welterweight. He was supposed to go to welterweight. He came back to lightweight. Now he's at welterweight again. So we have to see how he looks, man. I think it's a tough task to fight against Sean Brady. But uh, it's a fun matchup. And uh, I'm looking forward to it, man. July 10th, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's on UFC 264. So that's a really, obviously, a big card there, guys. I'm looking mm -hmm. forward to that. And there's some big fights coming up. Like I said, we do have a break this week, which I think is much needed, to be honest with you, Marcel. Like, I feel like our last couple of cards, we haven't been doing that great with our picks. So we need a break for a week, guys. Get our, <laughs> get our brains to think uh, think about stuff in a different manner. Anyways, um, yeah, you guys can follow me on Twitter at MMAdamMartin, newsvjpan.com, um, betting, mmaoddsbreaker.com, and uh, Elite Fantasy Elite uh, Betting. Um, yeah, what else do I got coming up? Uh, Miami News got the news and stuff there as well, guys. And then uh, Fantasy Fanatics working with those guys. Great app, man. Seriously, if you guys don't have that app, it's awesome. It's free. Great way to pick the fight. You know what, Marcel? My uh, fiance, she watches the fights with me, right? She's been picking the fights. She honestly picks them just by kind of like reading up their stats and like looking at like uh, 
some pictures and stuff. And she's been doing better than us. And she picked all these upsets like Dumont and Vandera. I'm like, why'd you pick Vandera? She's like, because he's taller. And then he goes in there and beats him. I'm like, oh man, you're so smart. And like, <laughs> you know what I mean? She's been killing it. She's actually, can you believe it or not? I got to give her a shout out here. She's in first place in the month of May on the app out of anyone, which is so nuts. You know what I mean? So she clearly <laughs> knows a little bit about the sport. So it's cool. Um, last couple of comments. Charles Oliveira fought 28 fights, 11 years, finally got the belt. Yep, for sure. Amosov Lima, Marcel, quickly, like five seconds. Amosov Lima. Amosov Lima. Um, my, my pick would probably no, be Amosov. You know what? I really like Amosov. Yeah, Amosov, okay. I got to think about it a bit more because it's two weeks. I was going to ask you to wait, but it's okay. All right, guys, we're going to get out of here. Thanks again for uh, everyone tuning in. I'll be back with Marcel tomorrow.